Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. I'm Emily Cherish, and today we are in my hometown, Newtown, Connecticut. Newtown is a small New England town. Little towns like Newtown are known for their tight-knit communities, their country charm, and for things just kind of staying the same. I remember the uproar when the $2 movie increased their price to $3. Over the years, Newtown has added a lot of different businesses and amenities and kind of modernizing the town, but even so, the following was shocking. Me and my mom were out shopping at the local grocery store, Big Y, looking for a Spanish onion and baby powder. When this happened. They're making um, self-service things. Oh, self-checkouts? Yeah. When did that come about? Oh. Talking to the kids the other day. What'd he say? He's like, oh yeah, self-checkouts. I couldn't believe it. To gauge the community response, I checked the town resource for completely unfiltered Newtown drama, a Facebook group called Newtown Neighbors Unite. This is where I found local resident Janet and her scathing commentary. Janet posted to the group, Today could very well be my last day shopping at Big Y. The front of the store is torn up to install self-checkout lines. I do not work for Big Y and will not check out my own groceries. This sparked a 327-part comment section from community members. Judy comments, I won't use self-checkout in any store. I personally don't like it. Whereas Marge comments, I don't mind using self-checkout for a few items. The comment section ends with an ominous invitation from Katie. She writes, contact Big Y Headquarters customer service. They do reply. 1-800-828-2688. With that in mind, I headed out to meet my first classmate for this episode. Me and this classmate were good friends in high school, so I'm excited to see her again. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are you gonna ask me? <laughs> Where were you on the night? <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Jess Mullaney. We are at the Newtown Hotspot Big Y parking lot. Parking lot. <laughs> we tried for the cafe. It's closed. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was swamped. <laughs> so we're in the back of my Jeep. I oh haven't gosh. seen you since high school. I know. Yeah. So I went to Providence College. I graduated elementary education major and special education. Now I'm a special ed teacher in Monroe. I work with primarily kindergarten first graders. Wow. People call you Ms. Mullaney. Yeah, Ms. Mullaney. Miss? Yeah. Okay. What's Ms.? And that's like if you don't want to like disclose any information. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not like trying to like pretend I'm married or something. Well, I actually just came from CrossFit. Oh, I'm wow. Like, you know, crazy CrossFit. Sure. And it's actually the first day of my um, April break. Oh, so wow. This is how I'm <laughs> starting <laughs> it off. But yeah, I just recently got vaccinated. That's nice. good. Yeah, me too. Nice. Do you feel good? Um, well, I actually had terrible symptoms. Oh, I had a really, really good group of friends at school that I'm like so thankful for and it was like we lived in a house of nine people which oh, was kind of crazy my so God. three people on each floor wow. it was like one of those multi-family homes mm. I'm so lucky that I found people like that in school I did cheerleading and then I like found you know a group of people that I could Aww. be good friends with all four years too which was like pretty That's impressive so what's like a story so um back in freshman year when I was dating shout out Connor Miller <laughs> um we decided to go into one of the Fairfield Hills buildings um, at three o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> Broad daylight, nice weather, everyone's walking. <laughs> and it wasn't even breaking and entering, we just entered because the window was open. <laughs> and then one of the security guards that used to drive around in one of those like little bugs. Tiny, bug. <laughs> tiny 
cars. <laughs> yes. It was like, hey, I know you're up there. And we were like, God, just didn't say anything. Uh-huh. And we sat up there for like five minutes and you just stood outside the entire time. And I was like, okay, maybe if we apologize and everything will be okay. But I was wearing my white Converse I got the day before and I stepped in a huge thing of tar <laughs> on the roof. The guy was like, I already called the cops, don't run. So I was like, okay, I wasn't planning on it. Was when I was She's like, like stuck to the roof, like she can't move anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it was just me and Connor waiting there for the cops. We had to go in two different cop cars. Whoa. My parents came and picked me up and they acted pretty pissed. Yep. Now, when I go back to Fairfield Hills, I think everyone just walks into the building. <laughs> There's one part of the like gate that goes into one of the buildings that just says, enter here. Like, like someone spray painted it and everyone just walks in right in front of me. And I'm like, it's ridiculous, I got arrested. Connor Miller and I didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> but, um, you know, all the best to him. All the best, of course. <laughs> I went to college and I met, um, Owen Roeder, who I dated until, like, senior year, and then, you know, things got rocky, he had to work on himself and whatnot, mm. and, uh, we went through, like, a lot of, a lot, a lot of hard things, like, he <clears throat> had, like, a lot of, he would tell you this, too, he had yeah. a drinking problem, and now he's completely sober, and I'm so proud of him, but, like, that was so much on me, and I, like, tried to fix everything. I think I'm gonna fix everyone mm-hmm. in the world, and I think that's why I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so... I thought I could fix everything for him, and clearly he couldn't. I couldn't do anything for him, and it was himself who fixed himself. But that took a big toll on me, and I think that makes me like upset till this day, type of thing. Yeah. But, but this is like very recent. We probably broke up like three weeks ago. Oh wow. Yeah. How are you coping? I'm okay. Yeah. It's just like living at home. <laughs> Yeah. He's living in the city, so it was always so nice I can go and visit him. Mm. And now I'm like, I'm stuck in Newtown, Connecticut mm-hmm. type of thing. But I don't know. I have a good job, and I I don't know. I'm good being yeah. on my own type of thing. So, And it wasn't, like, a, a bad thing. Like, we still talk, and we're friends. and Yeah, we dated for all four years. Oh, wow. So. It's crazy. I mean, it was terrible at some points, and also yeah. so great at other times. Of so, course. Like, as relationships are. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. But now he has a really cool life. He works for Barstool, which is oh, yeah. kind of problematic. Yeah, and so, a little bit. <laughs> I think right now, like, I'm, I'm going through, like, a very big change because I feel like I always had a significant other, and now, like, I'm, like, so determined to be on my own type mm. of thing. I don't know, when I have, like, nothing to do on the weekend, and I'm like, man, I could be doing something <laughs> else. Could be getting laid right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not what I'm thinking. I definitely am a, a pushover, I guess I could mm. say, and I let a lot of people walk all over me, so that, that's something I've been working on, too. Really? Yes. Cool. Is that I'm, I'm going to be, you know, I don't know more assertive again not assertive but i don't know i just care more about myself than other people for once type of thing (laughs) i'm just gonna start being straight up rude just a huge bitch i'm so thankful that i still have a group of friends from high school and i feel like that's such a cliche like oh i'm stuck in high school but like i have them to like rely on here and Mm -hmm. like like we do just like such random fun things that are are it sounds stupid, but we go, to, we go to trivia every Wednesday night, and like that's, that's something so I like fun. look forward to like every week. How is your trivia? Um, it, it's okay. I'm definitely not the best of the team. I make some contributions. I write. <laughs> some things I do have a, a weird knowledge about, but otherwise I don't really like think, what, what, I don't what think categories? it's like broad. Okay. <laughs> what like niches do you know like too much about? I don't know. Um. Taylor Swift? Oh, yes! <laughs> I keep saying this, but I'd really like to move somewhere, like, 
Like, I'm just going to pick up and move somewhere random. Like, yeah. I can go anywhere with my job, and, like, I don't know why I wouldn't, like, explore mm. more rather <laughs> instead of going a town over yeah. to Monroe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Where would you go if you could, if you did this know. tomorrow? I'd like to go down south because it's, like, better weather yeah. and not the snow. You're like, better and... politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to Italy. That's oh, one, cool. pl- one place I went abroad so did you love it i did love it yeah i'm happy that i did that and i taught italian fifth oh my graders God. that didn't speak any english oh you taught english to italian yeah okay. going back to like teaching those kids like one of my favorite things was the like connection i made with them even though like we didn't even speak the same mm. language like it was like so cool and it like made me so much more confident in my teaching abilities because i'm yeah. like okay i taught these people that don't even speak the same language as That's me and so they cool. actually learned so much in the end my great grandpa and my grandpa invented the wiffle ball in Fairfield, Connecticut. When my grandpa was like 12 years old, he was learning how to throw a curveball. My grandpa was actually out of a job. They lived behind a perfume bottle factory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a bunch of like plastic balls. Ball? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they would cut holes in it and then try it out. So they started with one, wow. two, and then they got to seven, and that ended up being the best design so that's that's that and then he had to put a second mortgage on his house and like they were in a a financial definitely in financial debt for Mm. sure so he like really took a a gamble on it and it ended up working out and now my grandpa and my dad and my uncle all work there so now it's america's pastime (laughs) yeah (laughs) people do all day After finishing up with Jess, I decided to document some of the Big Y regulars, starting with the people who hang out in the Big Y parking lot. I parked my car in front of the Big Y and roamed around a bit until I found a group of five middle-aged men sitting in a circle of lawn chairs. We come up here every day and we discuss uh, political events, pick on each other because we're old friends. Coffee clutch that's gone, what, 25 years, 20 years? We bring our own chairs and we sit out here. Next, I approached two kids who were up to something. What are you guys doing in the big white parking lot? I was here to get water from Word. the water fountain. Cool. I was just following them yeah, you were to just help him go get his water <laughs> go while get we were water skating and, and watch my stuff. Afterwards, I headed inside Big Y only to find that crisis was underway. The balloon arrangement section was closed. And I said it's closed. Oh my god. No. They can't do this. There has to be some other note. I mean, why would they do that? Yeah. Oh, we could get the number 14. What's the number 14? My daughter's birthday. Oh, okay. <coughs> Can you let somebody help me? Over here, I need balloons. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope it works out. Oh, the ominous invitation to call customer service recited in my head. It was clear to me that people wanted an explanation, so I gave corporate a call. Thank you for calling the Big Y Store Support Center. Big Y. Hi, um, can I speak to the communications department? One moment. A disconnected phone line. What were they hiding? What was behind that sweet sugary exterior they so firmly tried to present? The people wanted answers. And I was going to find them. With mystery on my mind, I headed over to see my next classmate.
It's interesting because this classmate and I kind of had a similar high school experience, but I didn't know about that until this conversation. So, hi, this is Steph. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're in Newtown. Uh, I mean, Bethel. Oh, God. (laughs) We're in my room here. Mm hmm. So I'm packing stuff because I'm moving. I'm going to uh, Cincinnati. I'm going to be living there. I'm moving in July, visiting my girlfriend next or this Friday and staying there for a little bit and then going to move there. Excited? I'm very excited. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really cute place. It's very artsy. Um, The architecture is really beautiful. Um, And it's right on the border of Kentucky, which is funny. And there's the Ohio River that runs right through it in between. And you can walk across a bridge and you're in Kentucky. I was visiting my cousin in Columbus, uh, which is an hour north of that. And we're like just driving through farm country and there are these billboards that say marriage is between a man and a woman. (laughs) And I'm like holding my girlfriend's hand like... Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah. Right. It that's actually, right. you know what? It actually, like, you know what? <laughs> What's your girlfriend like? She's very sweet. She's incredibly smart. She's in grad school to um, become an APRN. We have a great relationship. It's the best one that I've been in, and I've been through some crazy ones. I really love her. So it's really sweet that I can be comfortable in my sexuality now and also with someone who's just um just like a sweetheart and we're gonna move in together after a year of dating yeah and i'm really excited to be in a new city and like experience it together for the first time coming into your sexuality what was that like transformation transformation period like it was a long transformation sure. period. That period was long. <laughs> I was born was my in whole a small life. town. <laughs> I was born in a small town. A lot of people didn't really talk about it, or at least I felt pretty sheltered. Um, not really having too many like influences around me, thinking one way. Also, like being attracted to guys and dating them, and like you know hooking up with them and everything. Yeah, just, like, really liked affection and wanted to make people happy. Just wanted to be liked. Into college, still um, pretty in the closet and everything. I had this lovely roommate who transferred in, and they were very gay and very accepting, and, like, I'm bisexual, and it's awesome, and my boyfriend is bisexual, and it's just, like, this is who I am and I was like oh my god like that's awesome I don't know I grew up in a very conservative family and very religious they don't really share the same ideas of like gay marriage and everything growing up in that sort of environment and being religious myself at one point I think made me think that I I don't know like that wasn't me or like that couldn't be me even if I wanted to or had feelings or thoughts about girls i've just been programmed to like boys and to like that was i'm gonna get married and have kids and everything and when did you come out to people in your life um really like not even that long ago it was about two years ago um because i was with guys and i would just like wanting to feel 
affection and like you know i liked having you know people be attracted to me and almost always it was a guy and i had good relationships with guys i had bad relationships with guys the last guy that i dated i mean when i was dating him i would think about girls and like pretend like i don't know like say it should I on s- the mic <laughs> uh, picture girls when i was looking up <laughs> after that relationship i was just like fuck men like i can't stand it anymore you know what like i've been thinking this way for years i was too scared maybe it was a part of me too that was like guys would always like talk to me and stuff but like i'd have never i can't like flirt with a girl like how would i talk to a girl like i feel like girls also like we know each other already because we are women in a way like there are some you know we kind of just like connect in a different emotional level and i feel like it's more like intimidating like you know i want to impress a girl like i care about what they think more than i would have got went to therapy hypnotherapy whoa highly recommend what is that like or your subconscious is like covered by your conscious mind and like when you're hypnotized you're just in an extremely relaxed state and you're with like a certified therapist or hypnotherapist you have like a regular session and you're like talking about your life and your big experiences and trauma whatever you're open to talking about i think one of my main one was fear of being alone and wanting people to like me and like just really cared about what people thought what my parents thought and what they wanted and like catholic guilt and yeah how other people wanted to see my life go could i talk about shrooms please (laughs) (laughs) um that was fun as hell mom don't listen i'm talking about (laughs) talking about this really great portobello mushroom burger i had (laughs) i had it on a beach we were grilling them up (laughs) my best friend one of my many best friends one of my few best friends why did i say many (laughs) i like literally (laughs) it was four or five of us and we were in wildwoods new jersey and we brought my mm, shrooms and (laughs) we got to the beach really early and it was this huge beach and we set up camp and we had our little like box of beads to make bracelets and we're like braiding hair like doing like the little yarn twisties or whatever in your hair and apparently it was like extremely crowded um but we were like doing handstands and like thong bikinis Mm -hmm. and like not caring about what anyone thought i'm just sitting and rolling my tummy and just don't care laughing our asses off and swimming in the ocean and it was just so beautiful and warm and like vivid all the colors were so vivid it was just girls and we were like bonding and like having a great time and two of the girls left to go back to the house and um grab something and so it was just my friend from college and i and it starts wearing off and 
she gets really cold and like starts to get self-conscious again and it's mm. like the clouds roll in and stuff oh, and she like, <laughs> there's like, like weather changes like, <laughs> yeah and it was just like the tides had turned we like there's this like little girl like right when we were starting to peak and she comes over and she's like can i have a bracelet and we're like yes of course <laughs> like let's give you like cheers but we're just so like happy um so we just were reflecting on the day and she's like putting on her sweatshirt and like covering up and like yeah. frigid and you, she's you like you scream at the little girl again you're like get away from me <laughs> like i had the best time just not giving a shit and being loud and fun and like not self-conscious and everything was so beautiful and and nice and it was so nice to come down from that and know that like anything can be like that i can just be that way and and do whatever whatever I want and not really care because no one's like no one's said anything like no one's thinking anything or like I don't care what they what they think you know um so that was cool that was a really good time and then my friends got arrested that that uh that day literally afterwards when we were walking back so do you have anything else that I didn't ask or didn't prompt you on that you would want to put in here we've all like I don't know, have had our own experiences in high school, even though like we grew up in the same town. I feel like we share a commonality, like going to the same school. And it's cool to see how people are doing because I'm curious and to, you know, see how people turn out and like and grow because I know that I've grown a lot and it's cool. I'm excited to listen. Yeah. Well, thanks, Steph. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Before resolving Big Y drama, I headed to see my last classmate for this episode. This classmate, you, you know when someone is just so symmetrical, literally so beautiful. Here he is. This is Ethan Carpenter. We are in the parking lot of Burgeritoville and Cave Comets. It's been out for the past couple years. Not much, I uh, I just got done playing college football at Marist College, just started working not too long ago, about a month ago. So, you know, adapting to that a little mm. bit, going from athlete into a normal human being, so. Mm -hmm. Coming out of high school, I was super, super excited to go play college football. That was like my dream. And uh, it's weird to be going from someone who, you know, plays a, a decent amount of time to the guy that's sitting on the bench. I worked my ass off my freshman year to be able to play my sophomore year. And so I was in line to be potentially a starter, if not play a, a decent amount. And the second day of camp in August, I shattered my knuckle on my finger. It's all, oh, wow. yeah, it's all jacked up. And so I was out for the season and I had to get two surgeries on that and a, a surgery on my shoulder as well. And that kind of just put a big damper on me. So just injuries have kind of riddled my, my college career and that kind of, you know, that kind of stunk because I always wanted to, you know, go out and be the best. But an injury is just, it's almost like yeah. a freak thing. I feel like Newtown was really, it was weird. Everything you did was kind of, everyone would pick at it, you know what I mean? Like if you change from the course of how people in Newtown act or dress or whatever it is, mm. it was just like, oh, what are they doing? You know what I mean? But at, at school, um, one going to, it's a big fashion school. Mm. So I feel like my, my wardrobe just changed drastically from the time I was there. I just felt in that, like I had freedom. Like I remember playing high school football here. If you wore socks, like I'm wearing low cut socks yeah. right now. If you didn't wear half calf socks, you would get like, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, really? Yeah, it was weird. So I had a couple, couple of very good friends that I'm 
uh, still talk to all the time, they were super stylish. They were super, you know, trendy, all that stuff. So, and I'm always hanging out with them and I'm seeing like what they're doing. I'm like, oh man, I kind of like that. Yeah. So I would kind of take pieces from my friend Joe or my friend Blaze or whoever it is wearing whatever. And I kind of just added it to my own style and helped find what I wanted to. One huge saying that we always had in, in football and I lived by it. Look good, feel good, play good. Because if you look cool, you feel good. So you're doing um, computer stuff now. Mm -hmm. I love technology. I oh, always have. Um, I'm a big computer guy. So we were talking earlier, you're familiar with the Bloomberg terminal, yeah. right? So uh, what I do pretty much is all the machines and all the computers that run that terminal around the world, they're constantly being updated. So I'm kind of helping to do all of those things, whether it's uh, updating uh, the computer or when it's coming offline, and then coming back up online, nothing breaks within the computer. A lot of big banks and big hedge funds rely on Bloomberg to get all their information yeah. and, and, and trade and, and ultimately make money on through that platform. So when you receive an issue, it's called a ticket, and there's certain types of tickets, but uh, one that's pretty prominent is called a WP, it's a world problem. And wow, it's kinda like all hands on deck and everybody's gotta mm. kinda jump on that and fix it as quick as you can because it could have it's serious a world consequences. Yeah. <laughs> so is that something you see yourself doing for the foreseeable future? I would love to be around that and maybe even at some point have that um, like a symbiotic relationship between sports and technology. Yeah. Tell me about a time when you've done something really dumb. So we drove up to Wyoming to go camping for three or four days. So we're there, I think it's day two or day three. We're in the middle of the woods. There's literally nothing, nothing there. Uh, I don't even think there was cell signal. So it was, wow. it was just us. And so I was asking Jake, like, what's like animal wise, what's up here? Bears? He's like, bro, everything. So a couple days go by. We're not really thinking about it. No, I'm just driving. We're talking, whatever. I took, I look to my left and I see a moose <laughs> and it's like, it's probably like eh, 60, 70 yards away, but I, I can see it. I saw the moose. I was like, dude, moose, moose. <laughs> so we pull over. And we're get we get out of the car and we're standing on the side of the road and I see these I see this moose and I realize oh there's another one and there's another one. There was three of them and they were huge. And I was trying to get a picture with my phone and it just wasn't doing it justice. Mm -hmm. I was like like I need to show that I, I want to be able to <laughs> look back and see I saw this moose yeah, yeah. so I'm like Dev I'm, I'm gonna go a little bit closer and get a picture he's like all right so I like walk down the bank still not getting a good view start walking a little further not nothing then they start to walk into the woods because it was kind of like a fielded area mm. and then the woods start mm -hmm. to um we're at the edge of it so they start to walk into the woods and i'm like dude i need a picture dev <laughs> he's like bro do not go in there i'm like i'm going so i start running into the woods and i'm getting closer i can hear them i can start seeing them and i'm like oh okay now they're like they're close they're like 90 feet from me mm. and i'm like I'm like, oh, this is crazy, but there's trees in the way. So I'm like, I'm still moving in. I'm still moving in. <laughs> the photo get, quality. Oh, <laughs> I eventually get, I'm probably within 40 feet of this moose. And there's three in a row. And I have I have my video out. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> there it is. Like, it's a moose. At this point, Devin has pretty much caught up to me because he's like, all right, if he's going, I got to go. Mm. And these things, they make horses look small. Mm. Like, they're huge. Wow. They are huge. I hear, like, cracking to the right of me. And the male moose, which biggest one mm. is in the middle and I it starts running at us oh. and these things are fast as shit and then he starts full-on 
busting his ass at us. And I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, we gotta go. And we turn around and we book it. I've never run faster in my wow. life. And this moose is chasing us. And we're way too close to it. We should not have been near yeah. it. And I'm running, I'm running. And Devin goes left. I go right into the field because I'm like, it's an open field. I can just, I don't have to dodge all these yeah. trees and shit. First step, boom, mud puddle. I eat <laughs> shit on my face. I'm mud everywhere. And I'm like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, this thing's right this behind is... me. So I like I like roll over to look and it veered off to the side. Just grabbed my shoe and I just ran through this muddy field <laughs> all the way back up to the car and oh my god. I'm like my heart's pounding yeah. thinking about it right now. I guess that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like that awesome fine balance between work and happiness. I really want to be able to find that happy medium, but I'm also a super, super ambitious person. Mm. I eventually want to start my own business, um, more of like a, almost like a conglomerate where I can have multiple things underneath that, that every day I go to work, I'm excited to work on one of these projects that are, that are mine and I can bring my friends from home or school or yeah. people that I've met on board and it's fun. Do you think you feel balanced now? If work is stressful, I make sure everything else I do is you know, what I want to do. And sometimes I think there's also a fine line of being, you know, selfless and selfish. And obviously towards other people, you want to be selfless. Yeah. Like you want to help other people out, especially if they're your friends or your family. But I think a lot of time for mental health, you have to be selfish, whether it's, you know what? I don't want to go do that today. I'm going to take a day or I'm going to take a few hours to go do something that I want to do. I think with your options, with what you decide to do that day or that hour or that week or whatever, you have to be sometimes a little bit more selfish with um, your decisions just to make just to make you happy. Yeah. You know? With one last ditch effort, I drove to the Big Y headquarters, ready to demand answers. I wasn't gonna take no for an answer. I was ready to get pushy, to ask the questions nobody wanted to answer. And then I arrived. Were you waiting for somebody? Yeah, I'm actually trying to speak to someone about setting up an appointment with the communications department. Oh, you probably have to, there's nobody. There's nobody working here at all? Yeah, there's no, no. Cool, thank you. All right. So in conclusion, Big Y was not prepared to comment. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and tune in to next week's episode where we meet three more people from my high school class and I read through the local paper's police blotter. See you next week.